Hi, and welcome to the space where we create a rich life, a life fully lived. I'm your host, Abby, and in this podcast, we're going to be talking all things business, passion to motherhood, mindset, and wellness. I am so glad you found your way here. Let's get into it. Hello, and we are we are so back. Honestly, recording my birth story has it's been it's kind of been like a a thing that has stopped me from sharing more and and more. Like I've had so many podcast episodes that I've wanted to record, but in my mind, I created this own little rule that I couldn't drop another episode until I had found the time to do my birth story. So birth story is out which I am so excited about and I love I love seeing your messages come through so thank you and episodes are rolling so today's topic I want to talk about is ease and especially ease in business now I have a few opinions and thoughts and perspectives I would love 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 to leave you with especially if you are the kind of entrepreneur who who does desire an easeful business. I feel like I know for me specifically, I am someone who does have a lot of drive and motivation. And there are times where I actually love to hustle. I love to get stuff done. I loved like, I love what I do. I could do what I do for a very long time as in sit down and do it for a long time. But the life that I want to live, I do not want to be hustling all the time. I do not want to be bound to my laptop. I do not want to be, you know, my calendar to be restricting me to what I can do, when I can do things, or my choice in life. Like that, that isn't what I desire. And to me, the life that I want to live and the life, the life that I live right now, actually, and the life that I am creating does does match up with an ease for business. And I think for a lot of people who who share similar values of freedom, of wanting to travel, of family, of wanting to, you know, be home and be present with their children and, you know, just have richness of life in the day-to-day things, whether that's creating art, whether that's having time to draw, laying down at the beach for hours, baking, like going to a winery on a Wednesday with your husband, like whatever it is. I I know so many people in especially in my world and that I attract into coaching and working with me in one way or another do also value ease in business. And I feel like somewhere along the way I definitely experience this, but I feel like we get a little bit distracted, a little bit lost in the I don't I it's not hustle because I don't think hustle is a negative thing. I think I think we get lost in other people's desires and I think get a little bit lost in, you know, continuously upping ourselves and hitting a next milestone or hitting a next goal or getting a higher cash month or, you know, that the short-term thinking. And I really think that not only sucks some ease out of your business, but it also sucks the personality out of you and the, the just internal passion that you have for what you do and I speak from experience when I say all of this when when that internal feeling and just who we naturally are and our true creative self is sucked out of our business ease is sucked out of our business because the things that come to you so easily and so naturally are also things in your business that are going to attract easeful results as well so 
let's get into the episode. Now, the first thing I do want to say is if you want an easeful business, you have got to be willing to, one, firstly, believe that it is possible. Believe that an easeful business is possible. When I say that, if you feel your body tighten up or constrict a little bit, I would encourage you just to pause here and just notice, do you have the belief that an easeful business is possible? If you do at least 51% of the time, amazing. If you feel like, "Mm, I call BS Abby, I would encourage you to look at, okay, where in your external world are you collecting evidence to reconfirm the belief that business, specifically your business, cannot be easeful? Whether are you following a lot of people that talk about only the struggles of business or that they say how hard it is or... Do you have beliefs from, you know, your childhood or growing up when it was only talked about associating with hard work, with money? Do you, are you lacking support of, of that activation of what ease is actually feeling like in business? Or maybe it's, it's the value, alignment in values for what you have and you're just not seeing that. Anyway, I would be looking at where, where are you reconfirming the belief that it's not possible? Now, if you do believe that it's possible, amazing. The second thing, you have to be willing to trust what comes most easeful for you. Now, this is a big, big part because what comes most easeful for you is going to be very different to what comes most easeful for me and someone else. So why this is so important is because especially now that we have incredible access to everything at our fingertips and social media, which I I don't think is a bad thing, but I do think and again, I speak from experience, we can get a little bit caught up in everything else that we forget to to come back to our own magic and to come back to what comes easeful for us. And somewhere along the way, I do believe we are made wrong for that. Um, You know, I personally over the last year especially have really, really been simplifying my business and cutting out things that either weren't useful for me or I just didn't want in my business. And for me, someone who's worked with, I quote, unquote, high level business coaches and people that, you know, say you should do this, you should do this, you need to have this operation in your business. Sorry, I can hear my neighbor banging. So hopefully that's not too loud to you. Um, all these things that you should have, I, I followed that. I followed some of the implementation and that wasn't useful for me, but being the type of person I am, the motivated and drive, I did it anyway and I, I made it in the most easeful way I could. But by me focusing so much on all of the that, the extra stuff that wasn't my ease, I didn't have space and time and desire for my own ease, which I really, really noticed I lost. And I think I think it can be challenging like in the online space, feeling like you're going back and forth between yourself your wants your desires and then something else pops up and you're like oh oh shit we're back here again so trusting what comes most easeful for you now like I said this will be different for everyone and I'm going to go through and give you guys a few questions and prompts and tips for creating more ease in your business at the end but I just want to touch on a few other things and that is the thought of when did we move away from ease right ease being like what comes most natural to you I feel like If we just continue to follow what comes most natural to us, and of course, I just want to differentiate the difference between easy and ease, right? I get there's a point where we just 
can take the easy way out for safety. But I know and I trust you know the difference between what I'm talking about. If you don't, we'll talk about that conversation in a second. But moving, so many people are moving away from ease, away from what comes natural to them. And I did too. I'll probably do a podcast episode on this later, but I've made decisions in my business that took a long time for me to get over spending so much time in regret for those decisions because I literally chose the opposite of what was easeful for me. I was having so much ease in my business and then, and I don't blame this, but I then worked with a coach who Again, they didn't make me feel or think anything. It is what I interpreted from it. And I chose to start adding all of this stuff in that was not easeful. And I lost the ease. And it, it was a big, big, big thing for me. So the question is, when did we start to move away from ease instead of move towards it? So just sit with that for a moment. Can you move towards ease right now? Where in your business can you move more towards what comes most natural for you? And probably that's the reason why you started your business, right? You have a passion for something that you are incredible at and you want to make money and live the life that you want to live. That in is in itself easeful. What is the complication in that? Turning it into a business means creating an incredible product, selling that incredible product, right? The, the business side of things does not have to be hard or complicated, we, I include myself in saying this, love to overcomplicate some things. And I think part of that, I think, is for safety. A big part of that is for safety. You know, if we continue to overcomplicate things, we don't have to try something new. We don't have to get out of our comfort zone. We don't have to make a big investment. We don't have to go out on a leg. We don't have to show up. We don't have to feel certain feelings that we perceive that we may feel. But I think the other part is it is easier to say I don't know than it is to find out sometimes. And by find out, I mean follow your ease and trust your ease and trust what comes natural for you. So like I mentioned, choosing ease does not mean choosing the easy way out. In fact, a perspective shift for you, it is not an out. Choosing ease is not an out. It is a more easeful way in, right? Choosing ease does not mean choosing the easy way out. It is a more easeful way in. And by in, I mean towards what you desire. Even if you just take that and run with that, pause this episode and run with that, what would you do differently in your business right now? And extend that. What would you do differently in your life? Choosing ease does not mean choosing the easy way out. It's a more easeful way in. Your desires are your desires because you're meant to have them. Your desires, and this has been a very hot topic in my conversations with clients, being mindset and business clients this week, desire is a map. All of your desires are a map. And if you continue to follow them in the most easeful way, you are going to reflect that in your reality, right? You're meant to have the desires that you hold. You're meant to hold them. You're meant to have them. You wouldn't have these desires if they are truly your desires. You wouldn't have them if, one, they weren't possible, but, two, they weren't meant for you. And the most easeful way there is the way that comes most natural to you. So with that, would you apply that anywhere into your business right now? Are you are you avoiding choosing ease because you don't want to look like you're choosing the easy way out? 
which is, I think, a bit of a trap for a lot of people. And I've probably said that before, like, don't choose the easy way out. But I have a different perspective on that now being easy, the easy way out or easy way in ease are very, very different things. Very different things. Ease to me is a feeling. Ease to me is a state of being. And that isn't a way out. That is a way into my desires. So as I said, we do love to overcomplicate things either for safety, which is a big, big part, or it's easier to say I don't know than it is to find out. And that find out being trusting yourself to find out, trusting yourself to follow what comes easy, no matter what other people say, no matter what other people do, no matter what has worked for other people, no matter what you feel like you should. And especially when it means that you have to go against the grain of what works for others or what you've been told that you should do, which is in itself, I think that is a beautiful journey to You'll probably, if you haven't already, you will go along that journey, trust someone else over yourself, and then you end up realizing, wow, I actually knew you all along. And just to remember, there are literally thousands, thousands of ways that you can create what you desire. Let's say you have one desire. Even bring bring into your mind right now the desire that you hold for your business, whether that's the income the type of experiences, the offers, people that you're working with, how it looks, how it feels, whatever it is, whatever comes to you when I say your desired business. There are thousands, thousands of ways that you can get there. And just because someone else holds the same desire or a similar desire, that one person's way is one way. It's simply the one way that they chose. So out of the thousands and thousands of ways that you can create what you desire, your right way will be the way that is most easeful for you. And your most easeful way does not mean there there won't be challenges along the way. It does not mean you won't have human experiences, human feelings, doubt, fear, worry, whatever. That doesn't mean that because the way that you choose your right, your most easeful way, you're going to have learnings come up no matter what way you choose. And you're meant to. That's part of the evolution, right? You have to learn the learning before you can proceed forward. It's literally like a game. A lot of the times I do relate life and reality creation to a game because it is. It is. We are creating our own reality through our internal uh, internal program. And the more we can see that, the more we can come back to that, the more we can actually play with that, have fun with that, and easily create the desires that you hold. Right. So remember, one person's way of creating that desire, even if it is a similar desire, is simply the one way that they chose. So be mindful when people are marketing that if you want a multi-six-figure business, these are five things that you must do. While there may be truth to that, just add a grain of salt. Add a grain of salt with everything. Right. Remember that one person's one way is one way. And there are thousands that you can choose from. So a belief shift that I also want to offer you, because sometimes we can feel feelings of frustration or stuckness. And just also a little side note here for anyone who is feeling stuck. Remember, stuck is simply a feeling and we can shift our feeling at any point in time. All action is rooted in feeling. So as soon as we shift our feeling, our internal state, our action inherently changes as well. So my belief shift that I was going to say 
either do the thing that you think will work or change the belief of what you think will work and then do that. So many people are doing something that they actually don't believe in or they actually don't think will work. And they're just beating their head against the wall trying to do the thing. And this is what often happens when you are doing things out of shoulds or out of seeing someone else do it and you're trying to mimic or mirror it. You don't actually have the belief that it's going to work for you. So you're just doing it and then you're not getting the results. So you're reaffirming, reconfirming the belief of this doesn't work. And that, I believe, when you're, especially in business, following either strategies or doing things in your business that either aren't aligned with yourself, your vision, your values, or you just simply don't have the belief that it's going to work, that creates more mindset challenges, more mindset hurdles for you to navigate through because you're actually just sending yourself into a loop. And if you're either your coach or your mentor cannot see that, just just notice if you need to hear this lesson right now that if you're doing something that you actually don't believe is going to work or that you actually don't want to do, it, it will create more internal things for you to navigate through. So there's that or change the belief of what you think will work. So you actually don't have to think that you are, change the thing that you are doing, but you have to change your relationship with the thing that you are doing, which can be incredibly, incredibly powerful because I see a lot of people thinking that they need to change everything in their business or they need a new strategy to get their desires or their results or they need to change all the things. Whereas a lot of the times you're not doing anything wrong. What you're doing is is perfect, is right. It's just the belief around it, the way, right? It's the being, the identity, the beliefs that are being held as you do the thing. So this is what I also say and probably at the not probably, 100%. This is like the through line for all of the work that I do, right? It's about focusing on who you be before, well, not before, but more, more than what you focus on what you do, right? It's focus, focusing on the internal, the state, the programming, the beliefs, the identity, because that inherently changes the actions. And that is what creates the outcome, is what creates the the results, So the most powerful work that you can do that I believe, again, this is my belief and I believe it's so true because I experience it and I create and I play with it every single day and I support my clients too as well. The being is so, so much more important than what you do. And just when you do follow things that are easeful, who, even as a kid, I bet you loved the sport that you were best at. And you loved it because when you were good at it, it feels fucking good to be good at something. It feels good for something to come so easy and so natural. Yes, I love a challenge. 100% I love a challenge and I love learning new things. But it feels good to do something that you're good at. And the more you do that thing, the more you have belief in how good you are at that thing. But also the more and the easier it is for you to be committed. So you are going to be much more committed to doing something that you actually want to do, that you actually believe in, and that actually comes easily to you than you are to force something. So please let go of any any kind of rules that maybe you've set up or you've taken upon that you feel like business has to be a constant grind. I'm not saying it doesn't take hard work and commitment. It absolutely does. But it doesn't have to be something that you 
you know, lose your life over your social life, your family life, your values, your health. Like it is something that I believe should be enhancing all aspects of your life, not something that should be taking the love out of it. And especially probably the biggest one, not something that we should lose our passion and lose our self in because that that doesn't work for anyone, right? Okay, enough of my wise words. <laughs> so my tips for you, this is this is like a little workshop. My tips for you if you desire to create more ease in your business. First question, actually, I recommend writing these down, grabbing a journal out if you want to go through them right now or write down the questions and then um, go back to them later. So first question, get clear on what ease actually feels like for you. Now, I want you to zoom out, zoom out of your business. I know we've been talking about business, but zoom right out and just connect to that word, ease. What does that actually feel like for you? Internally in your body, what's it feel like? The words, the feelings, the sensations, the textures, the warmth, anything that comes through for you, what does ease actually feel like for you? Your second part is around standards. Now, some examples of standards for me that support my easeful business, me to create an easeful business. And remember, these are just examples of mine, so yours absolutely do not have to look like this. But these standards support ease in my business, right? They create more ease. One thing is it's important for me and it's a standard of mine to have a spacious calendar. I don't like feeling like I have full days of back-to-back, back-to-back things to do or calls to be on. Um, that does not feel easeful for me. That does not feel easeful for my energy. And like even practically being a mom, that does not work for me. So a spacious calendar is a standard for me. Um, another one is I only work with people who are in full responsibility for their reality creation. And that's simply a standard and I'm very clear on that, hence the type of clients that I work with. Um, another standard for me is that I only now, and this is this is a more newer standard for me and I'm freaking loving it, I only do things that I love. And if it's not fun for me to do, I either change the way that I do it or I hire and delegate it to someone else. And that has been a godsend for me in my business. I, again, type of personality, the drive, the motivation. I I like to learn new things, I do. But a lot of the time I try to do everything by myself, not, not for the reason of learning something new, but actually for the reason of not wanting to ask for help. And what that meant for me is I was doing so well, if you're in solo solo in your business, you do wear a lot of hats. But I was doing so many things, but I was also trying to do things that I didn't even want to do, that I didn't even have enjoyment in or ease in. And I've either, like I said, changed the way I've done them, got rid of a lot of things that I was doing that were not, they weren't necessary for my business, for my life, for my ease. They might be necessary for someone else's business, but they weren't for me or get someone else to do it. That's that's a big, big part. So when it comes to standards, write out a note list on your phone, so in your notes or um, on your paper, whatever you've got next to you. Write your standards for your business, okay? Standards for your business. What is important to you? And remember, these standards are about 
supporting ease in your business. They're not about growth. It's not about restricting yourself. It's not about anything else apart from ease. That's what we're talking about today, right? And then once you have done that, once you've written out your standards and more might come to you or more might come to you after these next couple of questions, um, once you've done that, write out next to them your level of expectation of it being a standard out of 10 or out of 100, whatever feels right for you, right? So for me, it is 100 out of 100 or 10 out of 10, an expectation for me to only work with people who are in full responsibility for that reality. Because I know those people are the people who create their desires. And they're the people that are fun for me to work with and feel easeful, right? It is important for me to have a spacious calendar. Like whatever your standards are, write out your level of expectation for them being a standard. Now, I also want to preframe there is talk, um, especially in the coaching space of entitlement. This is not about entitlement. This is about you holding a standard for what you desire your ease in business and actually enjoying what you do and your life and you're allowed to hold standards and you're allowed to expect your standards to be met, right? Important part. Okay, next question. What is feeling the opposite of ease right now in your business? So what is not easeful or what is leaking your energy? So this might be what is feeling forceful what is feeling sticky what is feeling frustrating right this could be a decision might be feeling sticky or forceful sales client onboarding emails social media um maybe who you're following on social media might feel not easeful for you certain clients might feel not easeful maybe you're not having enough fun enough fun sorry about the little I don't even know what accent that is there. <laughs> you're not having enough fun. Maybe you feel like you've lost yourself a little bit and your own creativity and your ideas are having to be so forced. That was me for a while. I feel like I didn't know what I wanted to say. And honestly, I was definitely over-consuming. Um, but what what is feeling the opposite of ease for you right now in your business? And list that down. Now, that question might also help in terms of the above um, your standards. So if you've got, you know, certain clients that are feeling the opposite of ease for right now, a standard that you might want to adopt is to only work with people who insert who is most easeful for you to work with, who do you desire to work with, right? If it sales, it might be a standard for you to sell in a way that only feels um, fun, clean, abundant, empowering, whatever it is. And there, are, let me just remind you, every single part of your business, there are ways to do it in a way that feels easeful for you. I know I say that because a lot of people do feel the opposite of ease when it comes to things like selling and sales. I did too, 100%. But can I please just remind you that there is 100% easeful ways for all parts of your business. Okay, next question. What would a business that is easeful look like for you? Now, I want you to think tangibles right now and let yourself tap into the identity. Let yourself tap into the timeline for that business. Tap into the easeful business. What would it look like? You may, and again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but just for some inspiration, ideas, examples, when thinking tangibly, think income. Think types of offers. Think offerings. Maybe you're running retreats. Maybe you're selling products. Maybe you have an ecosystem and different types of your uh, different 
legs off of your business. It might be team members. It might be you might have visuals of what your branding looks like, whatever it is. Let yourself let yourself go there and let yourself tap into what a business would look like for you that is easeful. Next question off the back of that is what would it feel like for you? And again, like our first question, tapping into the feelings, the internal feelings in your body, sensations, emotions, textures, anything that you can feel in your body. The next question. Now, this is this is a question that can create a lot of movement and a lot of momentum and a lot of clarity as well. What is the gap between those? So what would a business look like for you, the tangibles? What would it feel like? What is the gap between that and your business now and how your business feels right now? So you think you've got the timeline of your business right now, how it looks and how it feels. So the things that are not useful for you right now and how your business feels right now. And then at the other end of the timeline or on a different timeline, we've got a business that is easeful, what it looks like, the tangibles, we've got it, what it feels like, what is the gap? And please just trust what comes through for you right now. The next question, who are you? And I want you to think identity. The words I am, right, that is identity. Who are you as that version of you with an easeful business? Who are you? Right? What is the identity that you hold with your business that is easeful, with all the things that you mentioned, with the feelings that you mentioned for an easeful business? Who are you? Then the next question. Sorry, I just had to pause there because I've got on my recording here at 29 minutes and at 39, uh, 30 minutes it stops. So I'm just going to pause right now and pick up. Okay, next question. What would an easeful, and please do not skip this question, what would an easeful business allow for your life? One of the biggest things that I see working with clients who are also in business and for myself, again, speak from experience, is the hyper obsession, the overconsumption, the overthinking about business that we forget life. And this has probably been one of my biggest lessons since becoming a mom. How Yes, businesses, our business matters 100%, but our life matters more. And honestly, life comes first. My life 100% comes first when I'm building and growing and evolving my business, all the things. So thinking, actually allow yourself to think about what an easeful business will allow for your life as well. Because if you're just focusing on building your business to have an easeful business, that's that's only one part of you that is in that is invested in that right that is only one part and if we can't see the extensions of what an easeful business actually allows it somewhat boxes us in and on those days where we're actually not in the mood for business an easeful business doesn't matter but when we can associate what an easeful business can actually allow and create an honor for us beyond the business there is so much more depth to that there is so much more vision there is so much more why and importance internally to creating an easeful business. So what would an easeful business allow for your life? Think think in terms of your personal values. It might be more fun. It might be more creation. It might have mean there's more time for you to work on a different project. It might mean travel. It might mean a beautiful home. 
It might mean to start a family. It might mean that you can be at home with your children, right? It might be quality of time. It might mean so many different things, but I want you to get clear and allow yourself to go there. What would an easeful business allow for your life? Because remember, my friend, my sister, you are not just creating a business right now. You are not just building your business. You are building and creating your life as well. So do not skip over that part. Okay, those questions, um, incredibly powerful. And please let me know how they felt for you. Please let me know what come up for you. I would absolutely love to hear. But from here, what I would do is start creating change from those above questions. Now, for some people, just sitting with those questions will be enough to shift. For other people, there will be literally things to take action on right now, e.g. the things that are feeling sticky, frustrating, forceful, right? The things that are feeling opposite of ease, of leaking your energy. How can you start to, oh, I don't like the word clean up, but for lack of a better word, how can you start shifting? Shifting the things in your business that don't feel easeful. How can you start tweaking and coming back to what is easeful for you? Remember, all parts of your business can feel easeful, right? And when you are doing what feels easeful, it is so much easier to stay committed. And I all just want, I don't, I know you don't need a disclaimer, but I just do want to disclaim this episode is not about me saying business is easy. It is not about me saying, you, you should have everything you want and it's going to happen straight away. This is not about that. This is about me saying that you can create everything that you want through following what is easeful, right? Again, not choosing the easy way out, but it is through you creating from your truest self, right? Your, your most honest self, the self of you who you actually all along want to be right? The truest creator version of you is where where you'll find most ease. If you have any questions about this, please do not hesitate to ask as well. And just before I do figure out what is happening right now for me, in terms of business, the art of business has literally just, not even 24 hours ago as I'm recording this, just opened, which is my newest membership. Now, this membership was birthed, was born, out of the desire to create more, support more people in business to create business that feels easeful, to create art in business. And when I say art, I mean whatever is art for you, whatever type of creator you are, whether you're a health and fitness coach, wellness coach, breath work, um, whether you're a doula, a photographer, mindset coach, like whatever it is that you, deserve, you do, desire slash do, whatever it is that you do, if you sell products, you create products. That is your art. And turning that into business, aka making money, doing what you love, it requires that identity of you, the evolved identity of the truest version of you. It's like an unlearning. And what I mean by art is, you know, that flow state that you get in when you're just creating, again, depending on the type of creator that you are, whether you're drawing, whether you're, oh my God, that just came to me. The world you go into when you're birthing a baby, the ultimate form of creation, right? You go into a different world, your absolute flow state. And that is how I believe the most magic can be created in your business is through bringing back that flow state into all areas of your business, from content 
to sales, to mindset, bringing it back to your flow state, right? Which is where the ease is, which is where you create art and where you make money doing what you love. So the Art of Business membership is live now for foundation memberships. Now, this will include actually you're better off just to go over to my link in the bio and read what it will include. Other things happening in my world is the Space Group Mentorship, which opens in 2024 in January. This is a mastermind style, high high support, high touch point group coaching. Now, this is for people who are also in business, who are creating businesses again, doing what they love, but a higher touch of support. So I'll be in your business with you, supporting you, questions, live coaching, personalized support. Um, We'll have one-on-one time together as well. So that really high touch point support as well. I do have space for one-on-one coaching coming into 2024. That just reminds me, I have actually updated the ways to work with me in 2024. So I do now offer one-on-one sessions only, and that is either mindset only so whether you're in business or not mindset support as well as strategy sessions which is obviously more focused to business people so depending on where you're at we can come in 90 minutes together we zoom in on the part of your business where you desire that you want to zoom in on um i create turn tangible um purposeful and personalized actions for you to follow from our call together and then there is also the option to add on a week of voice message support as well so go check those out link in bio and one more thing i was gonna say, oh yeah one more oh my god this is probably the most important thing i want to say the nourishment project is returning my heart my soul my my everything my everything kind of, but my life is my everything. (laughs) The nourishment project, which allows my life to be fair through health, through mindset, through prosperity, through living a vital life is the nourishment project. And also I will just say nourish means to promote the growth of as you grow one part of your life, all other parts rise with it, with you, right? It's really about reality creation through health, through wellness, through relationships, through boundaries, through mindset, through having passion for what you do, through sleep, through gut health, a really, really zoomed out approach to living your best life. So the Nourishment Project is returning, like I said. You can now um, join the waitlist. We're not open for enrollment yet. If you are a TNP OG, hopefully you've got my email, but we are having a TNP reunion very, very soon to catch up and literally it's been lifetimes. So I'm super excited. If you've loved this episode, please, please share it with anyone who you feel like may benefit from this. Um, send me a message. I'm always happy to touch base, answer questions. Um, I would just love to hear from you. And if you haven't already done so as well, leaving a review or rating helps me 10 times over. So thank you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.